Welcome friends to Color Me Happy. My name is Brandi Hofer. Thank you so much for being here today. Um, with the time change, I feel like we could all use a giant pick-me-up. So I decided to have my very good friend Celine on, um, who is a fellow Canadian artist. Uh, she is amazing. Her stuff is colorful and fun, just like her. And you will definitely enjoy our chat. Um, it will be very uplifting and and very motivating in so many ways. Um, she's just like a cup full of sunshine. <laughs> uh, so also, we have our call for art happening right now at brandyhofer.ca, uh, Like a Mother. It is a show that we will be having in May, an exhibition and collection we will be launching. And we'd love for you to be a part of it. Please apply. And we have Erica B. Hess from I Like Your Work podcast as a curator. So if you want to get your work in front of her uh, stunning face, and <laughs> she is she's really great too. Um, so supportive of the females in the arts. And uh, check out I Like Your Work and I Like Your Work podcast. Uh, we have an episode on there too, uh, maybe one or two. I can't remember now. <laughs> We also did some lives with her, which were really fun, um, but they're not on there. Where am I going with this? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I did a video. My live didn't, it was, uh, the internet wasn't working properly and it got lost, but my, so she said, send me a video. I guess I'm telling you a story. Uh, she said, send me a video, uh, like a tips video. People love tips. So I was like, sweet, I will do that. And I ended up thinking that my camera was showing up backwards it was to me but then it like flips back around once you post it so I started out putting them forwards and I was like oh it's backwards and then I started writing everything backwards <laughs> it ended up being backwards in the final video so that just sums up me that's yeah that's me in a nutshell for sure uh, so we have our call for art at brandyhofer.ca. Uh, we also have our book. Um, our manuscript is being edited, which is an exciting step. So hopefully we have that out in late April, um, early May. Uh, it's really special and I'm so excited and I'm really excited to voice it too. And I'm sure it'll be full of fuck ups just like this podcast, but it, it's all fun and and I'm and I'm just excited that it's all happening. So again, thanks for being here and enjoy this chat. We'll talk we'll chat. We'll talk to you soon too. There we go. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Here. Oh, yeah. So this is our first time meeting everyone. This is Celine Gabrielle Art. Um, or just Celine Gabrielle. It's like when I refer to, you know, if you see Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey in the street you'd be like Matthew McConaughey but really his name is just probably like Matt or something <laughs> I'm re referring to your full famous name right I love it that's yeah great. but I feel like it's good because you know your art it gives off this like quality of like bling bling ain't no thing <laughs> but it does it just like it radiates this sense of like just for those of you who are listening and can't see me, I'm just doing this great dance. Just so, doing dance. Yeah, dance. 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 It's, it's like, it's it's amazing. It's colorful and it, it totally just is a full, uh, it is exactly, I think, just who you are as a person. 
Well, that's funny because like I was going to, when I messaged you earlier, I'm like, do you do video too? Because I've done a couple podcasts. Some do, some don't. I'm never sure if I should like get ready. And so I was going to like put on some nice jewelry and a nice blouse or something, but it's like minus 20 something and my house is fucking freezing. So I'm like, nope, hoodie it is. No. So, but at least I'm a hoodie lover myself. So well, realistically, as much as I do, like I'm a fashionista at heart. But I moved to a small down, small town, sorry, and I'm in my studio by myself getting covered in paint every day. So I'm kind of a sweats person at this point, unfortunately. That's why all the fashion is in the work, right? Yes, that's, it's Thank like, you. this is where I'm envisioning myself. What? <laughs> right? Um, it's yes, it's yes, so yes. true. I always am like, I'd like to make a video where I'm in the video because I know people that like is more attractive attracts an audience better when you're not it's not just your hand or or just like the paint or the painting but if you're in it they love like it's just I don't know why but I get it I I get it but I'm like I just can't show up in my Lulu's and the sports bra <laughs> where they're like oh I'm just here in my studio but also I've got these very tight pants on and no shirt like, where's your shirt go I was, aren't you I, cold look I was thinking about that the other day I'm like because you know some artists, and look, I no shade, you do what you got to do, no, but yeah. some will, if they're attractive, use that to their advantage. And I'm like, I wonder if you posted the same video, like in your nasty sweats with your dirty apron and stuff, and then you like showed up as your thirst trap version of yourself, and you posted the exact same video, but with like the two versions of yourself, what would get more views? Yeah. Sure I know the answer, but anyway. Yeah. I think it'd be an interesting experiment and I feel like we should both try it. Okay, we should both try it. The exact same video, once like bedhead, sweats, you know. Unwashed like, gross yeah, fun with exactly. and my full on sweatsuit. In the best we can do at this stage of life. <laughs> and then, you know, yeah, I'll put an evening gown on. No, I don't know what I put on. Your pearls. I, well, it'd be, it'd have to be a full mock version it'd have to be like tight pants and a and a sports bar because I feel like that's like come the most common yes weird you're like they're just showing up like oh, oh <laughs> butt. Just the butt. and I mean I I really support women and I actually am doing a self-love collection releasing next week just when I went through the journey of like you know when you have kids you're like so pulled away from yourself and yeah. and um you it, it's like you've got to like fight tooth and nail to get back to like you yes. I had this like empowering journey and I my friend came I was inspired by her nude photography her figurative mm. photography and uh and I was drawing from them for reference because it's hard to get in a live model to my home with who's gonna Who's going to volunteer in my small town to come? Not a lot of people. So <laughs> I was really, I was like, you know what? Megan has these like stunning photos of amazing local women. I'm just going to see if she'll let me. And she did. And then halfway through, I was like, I probably need to do this in order to like fully connect to this collection. And I was so scared. I, like I, you know, as an artist and uh, going through university and doing those classes and everything like that, like you see nude people all the time. You mm -hmm. wouldn't think it was so hard. 
it's it's hard to take that step but once i did it holy moly what an empowering wait, 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 journey wait wait rewind so you modeled for her to take photos of you yeah i was naked oh. in here yeah yeah it was cool so when did you do that like it was cold it was cold <laughs> it was definitely cold uh which helps because it perks you up and after those like balloons get sucked out after nursing you need yeah. any help you can get to like perk them back up into their old ish state or yeah so true so wait when did you do that i did that like two winters ago i think oh, okay yeah so i i um yeah i went through that so i also didn't really launch the collection that well because i was just in the throes of everything so oh. i'm like you know what i'm just on a, a spree of whatever and i feel so great about this and it's actually about the same time after i had my second about the same time that's okay after i had my third so it's the same time where you're like finding your way back after you know baby and finding your way to yourself and loving your body and all 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 of that good stuff so rock what you got that's right yeah that's um right. i wanted to talk to you so we were talking when, before we started about commuting and how much how much that um how much time that consumes as as a mother so are you sorry are you mother to one two okay speaking of which i apologize my dog oh, is baby. my son is answering the door i don't know what's happening right now <laughs> i have two so i have two kids on th well they i call them kids but they're teenagers now so i've got a 15 wow. year old and a 13 year old which how old are your kids again um that's me vacuuming upstairs um my kids are i knew this would happen but i'm like they're so this is life this is this, this is reality really works. my kids are two uh four turning five and uh seven okay yes so you're at a very different place i remember that stage very different very different but now i spend a lot of my time again because i'm in a small town we don't have public transit. And so I spend a lot of time driving, driving back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And it's just, you know, we were saying that how's things going? Oh, it's busy. And anyway, some, and I don't love the word busy because everybody throws it around so, so much. Um, but some of life is just the busyness of doing the things that support you know the the whole version of ourselves because yeah, yeah. you and me are artists and we want to be making art but we also our moms our wives our friends you know we're all of those things as a lot of women i think can relate to and so sometimes our life is sucked up by the busyness which is just that it's doing for others and so i find like right now at the stage i'm at it's a lot of driving back and forth yeah back and forth. Yeah. yeah i feel like though it's better to be busy than bored because although you know what i push back on that a little bit because sometimes in boredom is when you get your best ideas right like I'm bored as well because then i sit in the meeting sometimes and i'm bored out of my mind then but then i get an idea so i don't know like yeah it's i don't i mean i think no there is a there's a fine balance but like okay say you're busy definitely you have this crazy day but to take 10 minutes and meditate or five at least a day and yeah. then make room and make space for those great thoughts and ideas or make space at night just for yourself to like chill the fuck out. But right. I, I feel like if you have like two weeks of boredom, 
that what is that you kind of just like oh i don't think it's actually not doing anything boredom like since maybe i I did i know (laughs) i had surgery at christmas and i had to book it at christmas because i talk now for part of my living and i couldn't move my mouth so it's like okay oh i'm fine it was a gum graft super yuck oh okay yeah another side effect of being a mother and nursing your gums my gums are seated at the bottom i was like what is happening why are my gums disappearing <laughs> they take very nice care of my teeth yeah your like, teeth are beautiful. Oh, when you're nursing your gums can get irritated inflamed and recede i was like super so they had to like cut some skin from the roof of my mouth and sewed onto the bottom okay so i've heard a lot of things i never heard that before there you go yeah. I something new today yeah, I wasn't like that mad about it because you can't see my bottom teeth. But the dentist is like, yeah, you don't want to lose your bottom teeth. Right. I was like, yeah, <laughs> true. I will do it. But the only time I could do it was when, you know, my partner was home and the business was closed because we have a hard home supply, hardware okay. store sort of thing. Yeah. And then, and then of course, this and I don't even know how to describe my own studio practice anymore. This, something's (laughs) happening. I'm sure you fully can relate. But my my thing, what I've been doing with like anytime I'm commuting or my kids are like four o'clock and we need to get, because it's been minus 47 in the wind chill some days. Yeah, we had a cold spell. So I'm like, let's drive around and look at the upgrade and get a hot chocolate. Like, I'm just like, Let's get the fuck out of our house. It's been three weeks. Um, and so I've been putting in like Jensen tarot and yeah. just like air, air potting it. Like, I feel like I don't have time for podcasts or audiobooks, but I'm making time when I do those things like commuting or I just need some. Ugh. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, they change your life. They seriously, when I, when I read uh, You Are a Badass at Making Money, first of all, I was ashamed of reading it. I was like hiding it. Really? When like neighbors would, I'd be like on the street, I'd be like, I'm not reading a book about making money. <laughs> like that's how my mindset with money was like so, and I was pregnant with my third. So this was a while ago. It took me forever to like fully commit to this book. And now, and after I did, it was like a life changer because yeah. I just had a lot of hangups, right? Like, Huh. People are terrible who have money, basically. Yeah, and yeah. I okay, I didn't have a lot, yeah. but that was one I I definitely was raised to believe that anybody you're an uh, asshole was an asshole, was very greedy <laughs> and selfish. And don't, I still think there's a lot of those. To be perfectly yeah, honest. yeah, but there's assholes who are poor. Poor, you know. <laughs> like, you know, it's just yeah, like maybe you had a rich uncle or something, and they were terrible or whatever, yeah. you know what happened over time for me is that I also saw people who built wealth and were amazing people, right? Like, and they did really good things with that money that they could not have done had they stayed in this lack mentality, right? Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. To, to do the work and to have the success and then to like pay it forward or reach back and pull somebody else up. Like I saw a lot of uh, examples of people doing that and those, you know, instead of, idolizing, I'm not going to name names, but some 
billionaires, you know, I still think that nobody needs to be a billionaire when there's people starving. Like, that's no, I feel fun. like instead of building a rocket and I, everyone knows who that is instead of building a meaningless rocket. So you mm -hmm. can, I mean, if that's your dream, great. And I don't know what they do with their money. Maybe they do give a whole bunch to charity, but still you're right. I personally would not choose something so obscene that costs so much money. I would help people instead. And that's where it comes in. I, if I can change people's lives, even, even a little bit with my time, or if I don't have money right now, I will give you some of my time, which is probably more valuable. And when I do get that money, guess what? I'm, I'm going to do amazing things. And that's really where it does turn around for me. And it took me a long time. And uh, so I'm re-listening to this and it's, it's reaffirming because I wasn't quite, it's taken me a few years to really pop on board. Mm, yeah. And the positive shift was for, was when I like halfway through the Queens, I would say my Queens, I was right there at the beginning when it started the art Queens. Yeah. I feel like my podcast should be just like have a logo of the art queens. I talk about it all the Sponsored time. I'm sure you do too. It. Yeah. But it just, because that is just a great example. It's full of women who, again, like you said, reach back, pull someone up, you know, and like, and take, shatter the doors of, of the fact that money is a bad thing. Like, look at all these great things you can do with it. And this is how you get it too. This is how yeah. you can get it, right? Yeah. And what you're talking about, you're doing, you're, you're sharing all, you're being very open right now, right? On social media, I'm seeing. Yes. So, okay. Actually, speaking of the art queens, I believe it was Kat that shared this, um, who is the queen of the queens, in case you don't know. Queen um, B, yeah. <laughs> so she, I think, shared on her stories this graphic that was just breaking down how to make a million dollars. And it's so funny because I've read You're a Badass at Making Money. I actually um, read a lot of books on finance. Like I've always been interested in how money works and this and that. And I did like you have some hangups, which is why I think I wanted to really dive in and learn about it more. And anyway, but I didn't ever really think about how to break down something like a million dollars. A million dollars, I think for a lot of us still sounds like a shit ton of money because it is realistically like it is a lot of money. But um, the, the thing broke down, like if you did this, then it and it cost this much, then you would make this much. So one of the things and there was like eight examples, I think, and um, uh, if you go to my socials, I've posted it a bunch of times since then. But anyway, the point is the one I got fixated on was the breakdown that said, if you sell a $200 item to 5000 people, that's a million dollars. And I was like, holy shit. Like, what? <laughs> I'm like, that's it. Like there's 8 billion people on the planet. If I could sell just 5,000 prints. And so anyway, I, you I tapped in. Yeah, I got it like fixated in my brain. Like this is actually doable. And it's not even about the million dollars necessarily. It's just about like, can I do that? Can I find 5,000 people that love my art, love what I do enough to spend $200? Like people are dropping $200 on shit sheen hauls and trash, trash fashion and this and that or going to dinner or whatever. And so why wouldn't you spend $200 on a beautiful limited edition signed print from a living artist? Yeah. 
and support that as opposed to some fast fashion that's ruining the planet. You're going to throw it away five seconds from now anyway. You know what I mean? Like I just, anyway, so yeah, so I've started this. I'm calling it the Million Dollar Artist Project because right. the other thing that held me back for actually why I didn't pursue art when I was young was because of this starving artist that is perpetuated over and over and over that just because you're a creative, you are going to languish for the rest of your life and not have a good life and not be able to have a family because you won't have any money. You won't be able to eat. You, you know what I mean? Like I just, I just don't want, I just don't want that to be reality. So this is kind of like my way of fighting back. And to do that, I decided to be super transparent and, you know, I've only been professionally making art and selling art for a short, short period, but I kept really good track last year of what I made and how I made it. And so I've been sharing that with people. And then like back to this, how to make a million dollars. When I'm breaking it down, people think, oh my God, 5,000 prints, that's a lot. Yeah, but there's 8 billion people on the planet and my math is terrible, but it's like, I tried to figure it out. It's like 5,000 people is like, 0.0001% of the population. Like, I don't even need 1% of the population to like my work. I need 0.0001 to want to support me. You know what I mean? Which, uh-huh. again, when you think about it like that, it's not as daunting as like, oh my God, I have to do so. The like, overwhelm. The right? overwhelm is gone. When you break it down and you look at the numbers and and it's so important, but, and then set those goals. So that's what you've done. You put it out there. You're like, ah, oh, that's not so bad. Okay. So if I do this, cool, that's my goal. And right. you put it and out there. Back to what you were saying earlier is the thing is this is like before. I, so I thought about it for a few weeks and how would I do this and how could I share and what can I like, what could I bring to the table? And what could I offer other artists instead of just watching me do this? If it happens for me, like, what can I, like, what would it they will get? happen? Yeah. And so hopefully that's exactly it. It's hopefully other people are seeing like, okay, it's possible and I can do this or I could try that. And, and another thing, but, so the starving artist, this, th- that thing. And then the other thing that drives me crazy too is, um, oh wait, I just had a mom brain moment. What, what were we talking? No, no mom brain. No, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, okay. I totally lost my train of thought. It'll come back to me. That's later. okay. It will. It will. And, and, and the more you, you say the things out loud and you, you just, it is universal, right? You're tapping into the universe. Yesterday, my husband and I had this thing. I was like, okay, the washer's coating every fucking morning on me. I wash one to two loads a day because I live with animals. I don't call them animals to their faces, but cause I'm like, you're so clean, you're clean boys. I'm like, one day they will be clean if I just keep saying it out loud. Um, And I'm not ashamed. I have cleaners in my house right now. I stopped being ashamed of that because it allows me. So fuck, I hate cleaning. I hate it so much. And I get to paint more. So if I paint more, I make more money and then pay my cleaners. Yeah. Like, what would you rather do? I'd rather paint or talk to my friends. Right. I would not like to scrub the urine that my sons get fucking everywhere everywhere off yeah (laughs) so anyway back to the coding washing machine it's been like four months of this code and we took it apart blah 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 and we've repaired it like six times and i'm like you know what it's been eight years we things just aren't made the way they used to be and maybe we need a new washing machine like i can't afford that i was like 
really? Yeah. Like you can't, you can't afford it. I'm like, okay, I'll meet you in the middle. We'll split it. Cool. Right. And I was like, and I'm of course listening to Jen Sincero and the money. <laughs> You're a badass. I mean, I'm like, you know what? I, I believe I can come up with this money. I'm going to just put it out there into the universe. We need a washing machine. I've been really pushing it into, I want one anyway. And like bad. And I'm like, what if you had a chance to skate with, and you're, I don't know uh, if your partner's into hockey, but you understand, I'm sure you're surrounded by like Canadians in general, a lot yeah. are into hockey. Yes. So my partner's extremely into the Oilers and hockey and Connor McDavid. I was like, if you had a chance to skate with Connor McDavid for an hour, and it cost $1,300. Would you come up with that money? He's like, that's a once in a lifetime opportunity. It's like, yeah. Exactly. You would come up with that money. Even if you didn't have it, you got to stop saying that. Like, I can't make him listen to the book. That's a decision he has to make on his own. Um, but I'm like, meet my level. I'm up here. And guess what happened yesterday? Two hours after that. You got to watch it. No, I haven't yet. I got it. <laughs> What's holding me back from getting the washer? And I have it on, I have to measure because sometimes I jump in so fast and I'll order a washer that like doesn't fucking fit the room or something. So, no, I sold a painting on Sachi. Oh, yeah. There's my half of the payment. I was, so I sent him like eight gifts. Is it gifts? Yeah. I'm like, in your face. <laughs> like, what do you think about my book now? right yeah you say it out loud you want it there you'll find a way yeah you'll find sure. a way like what are the odds that i just sell this original that i posted the night before let me tell you that does but not happen that, on sachi for me but ever. that's interesting too though is that you also took an action because that's my other that's yeah. my other thing is i'm all for manifesting and writing goals and but you have to do gotta the believe thing, it you gotta right? do the work you put it on there. If you hadn't put it on there, that wouldn't have happened either, right? And so, I had so much else to do that, yeah. like, I'm, I just, like, three days before, I'm like, I got to um, consistently, I have a lot of, like, I can consistently upload here every day. And I know it, like, helps, I think. It yeah. Helps. This is, like, if I put a new one up, like, it somehow feeds into their, they've got a lot of people working for them. It somehow yeah. feeds into their, you know, this is new. So, it, right. this is my... Uh, version of how the internet works this yeah. is new and they throw it out there so something made me do it like I I wouldn't normally be doing that when I have to I usually have actually at night been writing in my book so it's just like that weird little pull on you gotta trust oh, those little shit. strings right For it's sure. amazing it's amazing yeah yeah did you it's think of what you forgot no I don't know so. that's I okay yeah, I just think it's all connected. And I think, you know, deciding to place value on things that will allow you to do the other things is important, like your washer example, right? Like, are you going to actually going to start washing things by hand? I mean, no. no. Who's doing that? How can I keep up to that? I couldn't. Like, let's say you just said, okay, fine, let's wash everything by hand. Can you imagine? Like, would he love that? That the bathtub is full of you know, laundry and then it's taking you forever oh. and you have no time for anything else. Like it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So we have to decide, you know, where to place value and what's important and, and happen. And you know what? And okay, there is, there is that. And say you're on this adventure and you're putting all your 
whatever energy into this one thing and you think it's going to work and then it doesn't. Ooh, yes. Okay. That's what I was going to say. So there the we go. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm meeting up with your wavelength. The reality there is go. before I started to post it, I was thinking, okay, you're probably going to fail. Like selling 5,000 is a lot, especially, I mean, even though I said, oh, it's not that much, it's zero, zero, zero point one, but I kept track last year and last year I sold 61 prints. So to go from 61 to 5,000 is like astronomical. But the truth of the matter is I haven't failed. Even if I don't meet, meet the 5,000, the fact that I'm sharing, you know, I've already grew my followers. I've already interacted with more people. I've already had people reaching out to me saying, oh, thank you for, you know, posting this. I really needed this information. You know what I mean? So all of that to me is winning. Whether or not I hit the target, that 5,000, that 1 million, I mean, hey, that'd be fabulous because then I could do more good things. But just the process of going through this um, experiment, really it's a big experiment and it's kind of fun. And at first, I mean, it still feels, I still feel weird because back to the money blocks, like I think talking about money and how much I made and you feel like on one, even day, when you were listing what you made, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so anxious. I was like, really? I can't believe she's sharing. I know. And it was like the exact same of what I make. And I was like, I can't believe she's telling everybody. It's like being naked. Right? Like, it is yeah. like being naked in war. I yeah. love it. It took a lot of bravery. I'm really proud of you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, I felt like, should I, like, I thought a lot about should I and how will I come off and this and that. And then at the end of the day, the only person really, you know, that I have to be true to is myself. So I'm just like, just fuck it, do it. And hopefully the response will be positive or I'm sure they'll be negative, but more positive than negative. And so far, um, I mean, I'm only in week two, so we'll see. And then that's the other thing is like, Look how far you've come in two weeks posting for a year. And that's a big commitment in and of itself. And I was like, can I actually like follow through for a year? So yeah, look what it, happened to Erica Lee Sears when she decided to paint every day. Yeah, that's right. Explosion. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. right? So I'm going gonna, gonna to do it and we'll see what happens. And you know, like I say, it's only week two, so we'll see at the end of the year what can happen, but showing up consistently is so key. I'm going to be super transparent and like, like I'll tell you right now. So last week was week one and I did make some money this week. I've made zero so far. It's only like Tuesday, but Hey, you know, like, and I want people to see that too, because another thing that I was going through in my notes that I'm going to make another video about is I would look back at my income last year by month. And there was one whole month that I didn't make a dollar last year. Not oh, one. Yeah. It's how it's a month. It is. It's um, and that's where setting up and like transitioning into thinking about sustainable passive income sources. And with prints, that is more of a sustainable, like, you know, making money while you sleep. Like, yeah, it's great. And Kat actually said something like a year ago or so, or yeah, a year or more ago. And she's like, and you talked about this as how many you can only make so many paintings in a year. Yeah. So, so for, oh, with your hands, was, you yes. have to set up those other sources of, you know, what can those be? Yeah. And again, in the art world, I think this is also what I was going to say earlier is like the, the stereotypes and the 
thought process that you're not a real artist if you sell prints or you you have to be um you have to have a gallery to be a real artist or you have to be in a museum to be a real like quote you see me glaring right now because I'm so mad about that right now that it's not even I had I have to tell you Celine I had the worst but best the worst but best meeting in the world before Christmas and I'm starting this conversation um in the new year and I actually I want to do a presentation about it because I was literally sitting there while someone was telling me I couldn't I should take off artist from the word artist from my website because I paint with my children in my art studio no gallery will ever pick me up or take me seriously um you could probably sell wine or diapers from your Instagram. I'm like, girl, I am selling fucking art from my Instagram already. Number one, I am in a gallery and I've been in several. I just closed my solo show. Have you come to me at all? Like, what the fuck? And like, so I just did a big reel because I'm so fucking mad. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you know, you told me I couldn't guess what I've already done. My first mural was 50 feet large because what I decided I could, and I did it. And I figured out a way in my, it's busy, but I love being busy. I really thrive (laughs) off of it. It feeds me. I do. I honestly have three hours of podcasting in a row right now. Like I just thrive off of, I get so much energy and then I crash at night and I'm just like, but like, you sleep well. I do. I tried CBD the other night. I was like, it gave, anyways, that's a whole nother conversation. (laughs) Okay. Anyways. Okay. So I'm just like flying high off of, you know what I need to, I bet other people tell this to other female creatives all the time i need i need to grab some hands i need to work even harder to shatter these things and i kept saying to her i was like i'm actually a part of a ton of mastermind groups and a lot of female groups with like hundreds of thousands of women fighting to change these statistics in the art world she just wasn't picking up on it so i'm like i gotta talk about this them making your own rules like this is so when I first again so I went to an art high school but I didn't go to art university or college or anything like that and so I had a whole other career I had my kids I you know did a bunch of other stuff before finally getting to art which is really what I've been wanting to do my whole life but I didn't know this like secret like behind the curtain art world and at first the very first art fair I went to in Toronto um you know people are like oh well do you have prints and then i would say like i don't know a lot about prints and people were like oh no you shouldn't do prints because real serious he values your original yeah okay once you sell your original guess what do some fucking prints but the thing is this is like there's a way of doing it i don't paint fast i cannot produce enough originals to have a a sustainable Sustainable. yeah So unfortunately, I mean, that could work for some people who produce a lot and more power to you. I like, again, I, and if you're selling them for $40,000 each. Yeah. And, and Hey, that'd be nice too. But for right now, yes, I'm selling my work, but I also have prints. And the other thing about, and then there's, I actually, I'm going to make a video about that later today is there's this other 
way to think about it too is like, so I do do limited edition um, numbered prints and I offer them at a higher price point, which was a choice because again, if I offered them at $20, then I would have to sell a whole lot more. And there's nothing wrong for people who do that. If that's what you want to do and you can do that, then that's great. But for me, it made more sense. And I do like the idea I'm a bit snobbish and that I do like the idea of something that only a hundred people are going to have. Cause again, uh-huh, uh-huh. back to the billions of people in the world by keeping it limited. No, it's not the original painting, but it's still kind of special because you're not yeah. going to go and find it everywhere. You know, you're just, you're just one of 100 people out of 8 billion. So that's kind of, I like that. Like when I'm buying art, I do look for like limited stuff. And so that's or signed or it, it yes. does give it an exclusive special and it should yeah. it should that's how art should make you feel right yes yeah. but again if other people are doing stickers or open edition and some yeah. are doing like shirts like look if you are making an income from your art and it's what you want to do with your life then i say more power to you do mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. yeah you know what i'm also done with and I, I went through a year of, so I had the big mindset shift, but I don't think I was fully committed. I kept doing things that I thought I was supposed to do. Yeah. I kept doing like, what would they like? What would, and you know what? I'm just going to fucking do what I want now. That is my big shift this so year is like, I'm not doing anything that, not that anything I don't want to do. I still put in the work, but like, you know, this specific thing, like I'm just, not like elaborate a little anymore. bit more. What do you mean you were doing like, like subject? Matter? Um, so yeah. my community is super into hockey. So okay. I produced 150 pond hockey prints that went to Amazon. Okay. Stuff like that. Like projects. It's like my heart wasn't total. It was very sweet, super cute, right. but my heart wasn't in it. Um, I'm a female creative and I'm really very much into, you know, images of other females and, um, I'm inspired by this is I'm lucky to have where is she oh she's way back there I'm really fortunate to have um, a group of female very talented photographer friends like I have seven yeah. in my own it's a small place so wow. it's crazy um, this is Taylor and I stopped taking custom orders this year like I slowed it down I would have six in one month typically so I took it down to like one two max and now, so I had space and time nice. and for creating, and I was not planning on doing this at all. And it came out, it was so special. And because I said no to what I thought people wanted, like, you know, it was cool. Like Jillian Harris has one of my pieces. The Bird's Papaya has one, like it's cool. Yeah. And I know people love to have something so precious. And that's why I didn't take it away all the way. Right. Like, I know that they want a portrait of this specific thing. I didn't take it all the way, but I scaled back. And that made space for the magic and the creation and my passion. And I think people can genuinely feel when you're invested and when you're not, yeah. you know? So well, I'm excited. And I actually, oh, can I say this yet? I probably can. By the time this comes out, it's probably going to be like a month away. Um, so I was like, this would be really cool to show through. Like, it's going to be only, it's going to be small, eight to 10 pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, it would be really cool at PXB to show through my gallery and PXB mm-hmm. if we partnered together. Guess nice. what? Yeah. It's showing with PXB in June. 
Awesome. So I'm so excited. It's so nice of Alicia to, to um, be excited with me, but I genuinely think people can feel that, that, uh, like that power and that light and that, you know, so I'm just so grateful and, and you really have to trust your journey. Totally. And it's funny. So for me, when I was listening to your story, I'm thinking, yeah, that's, we, it's so different everybody's path and how they get to where they're coming from. Because on the one hand, I'm a little bit sad. Like I feel like, Oh, I would have liked to have been making art since I was, you know, like right out of high school all the way until now. But you know, don't get me wrong. I had another career that I loved and things were great. But, um, but when I finally did start creating, I said right from day one, I'm like, fuck that shit. I'm only making what I want to make. Cause I've been, th- I've been thinking about it for 20 fucking years. Oh and my so God. now is my time. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> no, zero compromises. That's only what I want. Yes. And, but you know, what's funny. That is another thing that would hold me back because I would think, Oh, nobody wants what I like. Nobody be interested in what I'm interested in. And it's not true because I think you're right. You come from it with heart and with um, gen, like it's your genuine true self and it comes across in your work. So mm-hmm. sometimes, mm-hmm. and I know again, like you got, I keep, I'm like a broken record you got to pay the bills. And so if doing pet portraits, but your heart isn't in it, but you do it because it pays the bills, but you know what I mean? Do what you got to do. But if until you can, uh, right. You know, that you supported that, you that year. Great. Get to that point where you can just create whatever you like. Oh, it's such a nice, it's nice. Isn't it nice? Yeah. I'm like 75%. (laughs) You know what? I actually said yes. I actually, I have to start saying no. Actually, I'm at the point now where I have to start saying no. Yeah. Because I did one course, one course. And I was like, I'm not sure if I like this. I like my audience. They love to be inspired, Yeah. but I don't have a learning audience. Like, and it's not a limiting belief. I just, I know my audience. Like, I don't know if the, but I'm like, it's a really beautiful course. Like Mm -hmm. it has some stunning advice. I showed up, I told people what I knew and, and I launched it and it it did okay. But like, Mm -hmm. you know, so, and I'm like, I don't know if that was worth the effort. Like that was a lot of effort. I knew it would be. And I was like, ah, maybe I should just go with that intuition of not. And I'm like, I did it anyway, because it was so beautiful. And really, my heart was in it. It was like, it was raw advice that I genuinely wanted to help people balance their lives and fit that magical creativity in to their lives. And that's all it was about. So I'm like, okay, okay, whatever. It didn't work, right? Didn't work. Three months later, here I am. The Milan Art Institute has asked me to, and I said this out loud to my studio manager one day, I was like, okay, so the course didn't work. So wouldn't it be great if like, cause you don't get really paid, like Instagram, you don't get paid directly. You make a lot of sales and it generates a lot of interest. But I was like, wouldn't it be great to like get po- paid to do content creation? <laughs> like maybe by someone who has a learning audience, like mm. of, yeah, guess Milan Institute, I'm doing, monthly videos of paid content for them coming up in like a month or two. There you go. Made out loud. Number two, I said to so many people, I'm like, there's like basketball academy and like hockey academy in our community. I was like, oh, 
you know, Art Academy, there's is more applicable to jobs today than it ever has been before. Before creativity is valued in a workplace above like being good. I'm sorry, but like ba basketball skills, unless you're here, are yeah. you know, uh, nothing against basketball. This is just an example. But if yeah. when you think about uh, art licensing, which is like the way your agenda looks, how beautiful is that? Prints, right. etc. Uh, art licensing and uh, videography, photography anything illustration like so much is unique create creativity for that mm -hmm. um i'm like our school system really neat so i said that so many times i haven't we're starting our academy yeah but only twice a week so it fits into my and that's like a instead of me doing courses you know because that's a fuckload of work as we all know and energy i'm like that salary is the same as if i sold so in this many courses. So, right. you know, and I'm going to actually change my community. So you have to think about these things. Yeah. Like I get to literally walk home with my kids from school and like change, you know, be that That's person great. for, you know, when I'm sure everyone remembers when someone told them their art was bad or they couldn't sing. But we also remember the teacher who like helped us discover poetry. Like, I want to be that person for my community. Yeah. And then I have another meeting and I don't know if I can do Thursday. <laughs> but it's the one course was like, Brandy, we don't know why we thought of you. I'm like, I know why you thought of me. <laughs> I worked very hard. So you thought of me That's in your meeting with the board. Or yeah. whatever right i worked my ass off for like i've been working my ass off but i've also been you know in the throes of motherhood like you know that's a whole nother story but it's just be also careful about what you say and but it it, it is like it's it's a journey and you have to and you have to just kind of roll with it and and relish and be grateful for the opportunity and maybe it doesn't come in the form that you thought it would right exactly right but maybe it might be good like i'm kind of glad i get to walk twice a week get out of my house instead of like sitting in this chair and talk like i still love that and i'm still gonna do it I'm still gonna podcast and living life and like doing balance. things yeah. makes you be able to bring more back to your own practice anyway right so the i'm scared as fuck celine they're putting me in an auditorium with like a microphone and slides and stuff who is it for like what age it's for it's for and i asked for grade three to fives yeah and in the morning yeah. and she's like okay so actually we're gonna do grades five to eight and we're gonna do it in the afternoon i was like so you gave me the hardest age because let's face it we were assholes when we were that age and i'm like the hardest time of day and the hardest age I'll take your challenge. And <laughs> I'm like, you know what? This is patience. It's going to like be a test of patience and also a test of teaching kids art, but having them move around because they're going to be done with the day. And thirdly, uh, it's going to be preparing me for my master class in TED Talk because I will, I could not talk publicly at like it was one of my things, could not do video, could not do. This is going to shatter every freaking fear and you know because i you know showing up like that like i'm gonna be able to talk about anything at any time and and wing it 
Oh my gosh. I'm so scared. <laughs> I love it. Like this kids that age are going to be more scary than a room full of adults. I can tell you that much. Yeah, you've you're well, you're you got it under control. You've got kids. You've been at this long enough. You'll be great. I have I have babies. I have no experience. But you know what? I don't care. I'll figure it out. We'll figure, figure it out. Just like you're gonna figure out how to sell this and that and figure out <laughs> sources of income. Because we do, we do have to have a crazy pie as creatives. It's cool. not just one thing. Good for you if it is. You did it. But you know. <laughs> We got to figure out the pies and, you know, whether that's murals or whatever, like where's the big pie, piece of pie for you? And you got to focus your energy there, right? Yeah. And yeah. it might not work this year, but you might have set up the stepping stones into it working next year. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that was a big, big talk there, big spiel. A, I mean, it doesn't mean that's the thing is like one thing always that's for sure what I've learned is that one thing leads to something else, right? Even if it's not what you thought it was going to lead to, as you just demonstrated. It kind of never is, actually. Thing, you know, it all works out in the end, right? It all connects. The dots connect. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a beautiful, exciting thing. And the more you're open to it, it's That's just... It. you got to stay open to that flex, right? Because yeah. Because it's not a straight path at all. Have you seen that meme? It's like... The way I want it to happen, it's like point A and there's like the straight line up to, you know, whatever goal. And it's like my way of doing it starts here and then it's like, squiggle, squiggle, that's perfect. a big old knot mess, you know, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's my way down there, right? Like, I think it's reality for most people. We'd love to think it's like a linear path, but it's not. Like instead of prints and your million, you might sell like next or this year, you might do a course and you might place an ad and your course might be coaching creatives on how to fucking fill their pies. Like it could come that way. Like you just never, you just never know. Just never know. Just and maybe because I just said that to you, we were meant to meet and chat today and you might think about, you know, cause you're a fucking badass at, um, at, a like the Queens things you show up to and you're great oh. at talking and, and you're, you're fun to look at. No, <laughs> no. You, you are very good at it. You get people excited and you have like really fun names, like your, your agenda. Like, what do you call it? The ugly planner. Okay. So that was another thing that came like, just because, so as I mentioned, I started like, I would say my professional art career, I started dabbling making art again in 2018, but I was really just experimenting to see if I could do it again. And then in 2020, in February, I was accepted into my first art fair in Toronto, which is the Artist Project. And Good then immediately you, yeah. home, the whole world shut down. So 2020, I'm like, yay, I'm going. And at the show, actually, I got um, the People's Choice Award. Oh, good for you. And I sold work. It was like to complete strangers. And, you know, like, I was like, okay, okay, this is happening for me finally. And then like everything shut down and I'm in my little town, in my house, can't go anywhere. All these things that I had wanted to do. I had another fair. I was going to go to New York City and that didn't happen. Like nothing happened. And so I have to admit, I got into like a bit of a funk and I was not feeling great and blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, relatable. I, I feel that. Yeah. yeah. So then finally in January, I mean, now in 2022, I was clearly delusional because I'm like, oh, 
2021, things are looking better. The oh yeah, the world's feeling like everyone did that. Yeah. Um, no, but I decided to sit down and I've always been a bit of a goal setter, but I really like I, I would go in January to like Michael's or the stationery store and you see all the beautiful planners. And so I'd get so excited and all the cute little things. And then I'd watch the videos on bullet journals and how they make it all perfect. And they do calligraphy. And I'm like, Oh, that's going to be my planner. But it would never look like that. And then I would get pissed at myself because if I had to scratch something out or I changed my mind or whatever, and then I would just not use it at all. So I said, no, I'm not doing that this year. I just grabbed whatever dirty old freaking notebook. Actually, I lie. I didn't ha have a dirty notebook because then I was on this like decluttering kick and I got rid of everything. But anyway, <laughs> I went to Dollarama and I bought like a $1 cheap notebook and I just started writing everything down, like what I wanted to do this year, what I was going to accomplish, what my goals were, this and that. And I started keeping a gratitude journal and tracking this and tracking that and tracking how much money I was actually making in one place so I could see and then... When something happened that was good, I would write that down. Anyway, it became, I wish I had it here in front of me, but I don't. Well, uh, everyone can go to Celine. Oh, why can't I? I always say Gabrielle. Gabrielle. I always say it the way my mind says it, which in okay, like well, books, you know and like I skip a letter. Funny, so the funny thing is, Gabrielle is my middle name, but it was my first name. And when my parents brought me home, I'm a, well, I still am. I, I'm a, I'm a woman and they wanted it, the feminine Gabrielle. But every time they said, who's your little baby? And they would say, Gabrielle. And people would say, Gabriel. And they're yes. like, no, not Gabriel. Gabrielle. Gabrielle. It's beautiful. I, had I don't know why I can't say it. So I had it for like a couple months and then they okay. switched and made my middle name, which was Celine, my first name and my first name, my middle. But you know, people screw up Celine all the time too, because they yeah. call me Celine. But they were like, we don't want her to have a lifetime of name struggle. I mean, whatever it, it goes on. But anyway, um, so yeah, so back to my planner. So I just, I don't know why, but one day I just called it the ugly planner <laughs> because it's like a disastrous mess and I scribble things. I have up. them. I changed my mind and I ripped page out and my kids build stuff on it. So the pages are all wavy and I, I don't care because the point of the ugly planner is to use it. Yes. And that's the magic. The magic is. I have my ugly. Yes. I don't know why I have um, dates. <laughs> like why I don't get an empty one because I literally just, I don't. Yes. Like that is what I'm talking about. It's just like a mind dump. It's that's not, it it's be. not like, I'm like, oh, what no, do you it needs to be everything that's going yeah. on. But, you know, I would have my personal and my family stuff and my work stuff and like everything in between. And it was that's just, neat. you made it up as you went along. I had an index at the front and a bunch of blank pages. So whenever something, I would just add it in and put it on the index. So I would know. Well, you find talk it. about it so people can see it and yeah. on your social yeah. and sure. I have to go to my next thing. Yeah, but go to it was, next thing. I'm so, I think I can pop in late. It's like a meeting where you're muted. So that's okay. good. And then I have so much more. But I loved our conversation. This was super special. Can um, I, I feel about one thing before I go? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, not a course exactly, but I have started doing these artist pep rallies, which is like, 
Um, just like it sounds, it's a pep rally. It's an opportunity for artists to get together with other artists, talk about what's going well, talk about the challenges they have, and then as a community, support one another. And so I'm doing that twice every month. One is in the evenings, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. And then I do Thursday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Eastern. And it's been going so well. I did it kind of as a test that I already have people lined up for every month. So if anybody is an artist Look at that. And they want to join one, just, yeah, reach out to me, Celine Gabrielle Art, and we'll we'll get it going. And I yeah. Oh, if you good. Want good for you. Yes, of course that is going well. Yay. There it's you fun. go. Really fun. It'll be, one day it'll just be another. It's fun it's for a, now, but another, one day it'll be another pie. Another piece of the pie. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I love that so much. And you're just such a bright light. It's, oh, I have a final. Here we go. Um, this I have to ask because it's my final question. I have a female um, marketing group that supports my podcast, which is so great. They're Red Bicycle Communications. And so we have a final question and it is called A Day in the Life. And I want you to describe your picture perfect, like ideal day, like what essentially is what you love. Like your like, day from beginning to end, where you want to, or I can't say anything because it's like a working be day, or like no, a no, 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 day. any day you want, a dream day, like your dream day, yeah. Oh, dream day is, I think first and foremost, no cooking, no cleaning, <laughs> no driving. So everybody else is doing those things, and then. I mean, just thinking back to days that I've loved in my life, obviously I have my family with me, probably exploring somewhere I've never been and maybe an art museum. I, I like those. Those are fun. So yeah, I mean, it's pretty simple. I'm sorry. It's not more elaborate than that, but it yeah. It doesn't have to be. Exploring with my favorite. Oh, and the climate has to be hot. Not, not hot that I'm melting hot, but hot that like, you don't have 6,000 layers and it's just super pleasant. That's mm -hmm. like a Hawaiian breeze day. I've never been to Hawaii, but let's go with that. Yeah. See, well, maybe, I'd be, maybe I'd be in Hawaii. You get there. I think you'd like Hawaii then. Maybe. Sounds like you'd like, like a 24 degree Hawaiian breezy day. I like adventure. Maybe like climb a volcano and see art and be with my loved ones and have all my food prepared for me. Like You will be going to Honolulu. Well, you sounds know what? Like, oh, it's Costa Rica. I've been dreaming yeah. about it. Ooh, that sounds... I've never been there. But someone's been reaching out to me on Instagram being like, I want you. This is another course thing. She's yeah. like, we're moving there. And once I get organized, I'm starting this big, giant life shift change thing for female okay. artists and I want you. And I was like... You go. Set it we're up. We're setting me up. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, I'm only coming if Celine's allowed to also come. Um, but that's the, the crazy thing. Like you meet these people, you're like, are you a real person? But she yeah. is. She's legit. We've been talking for months. It's just like, why not? Yeah. Why not? I know. I've been I've been really visualizing the ocean hard. I'm like, I need to dip back in that baby. You I know, have, I'm landlocked. I have ocean. I'm on the ocean. Oh. Like, but it's frigid. Okay. I'm not yes. going in that. No. No, no, not until like September, maybe. Even in the summer, I don't go in it. It's too cold. Like it's cold. It's the Atlantic Ocean. It's freezing right. all year. My kids will go. Well, I lived in Halifax. Did you I go in the ocean? The yeah, I did. You did? I just wanted to so bad. I'm from the prairies. Right. 
because it was nice or just because you wanted to I went surfing okay, I went yeah. surfing but I had like a full body suit on and it was September and then I went because that's when it's a bit warmer but it is fucking cold and I went a few times I went in March once like as a cold dip uh, we were do we were filming so I went to NASCAD and I took Whoa. film in my last semester and fell in love with film and then so we, I was doing my final film project and I went in the ocean with the camera. My, my professor's like, do not tell anyone we went in the ocean with these cameras. Oh my God. I didn't know you yeah. went to that pad. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's where I wanted to go and didn't go, but whatever. That's, that's the story that's for whatever. Another. You know what? You didn't need to go. <laughs> You're <laughs> good. Oh. No, oh I did fall in love with film. Um, but Anywho, another dream and another chat for another day. Um, oh, yeah. Time, I'm sure film will factor in at some point if you. Really you know, it does. It does. Every, you know, honestly, I feel like if you locked me anywhere, I would make something out of whatever I had. I would write a book. I would write a poem. I would sing a song. I would write a song. I would like literally. You can just lock me anywhere. And I'll make something. So at least I know my strengths. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm a creative. I love to, no matter what the medium, I'm there. So, cool. Okay, we'll have to chat again. Right. I'm sure we yeah. will soon. You have the best day ever. You too. Enjoy okay. the meetings. Bye. Bye. Alrighty, wasn't I right? Like you needed that giant cup full of sunshine this week um, to wake you up from your zombie-like underslept stupor. I know if you're like me, time and have you, you have small children. The time changes are extra super special. Um, yeah, I didn't get to go to sleep till 2.30 a.m. And that was cool. <laughs> Thanks, Teddy. Uh, I don't know what was happening, but it's all very special. Um, but, I, I, you know, you function anyways. You still have to get up and you still have to do it. You might as well have a good time while you're doing it. Um, yeah, uh, so... Just a reminder to check out our self-love collection, which is currently in our BHA gallery. It's really beautiful. It's all about self-love and, and self-care and just rocking, you know, where you're at at every stage of your life. And, and it was a really powerful uh, collection that I put together after the birth of my second child and uh, some of my most really raw and um, most exposed work. And so I'd love for you to to see it. Um, it is some of it has sold definitely. They have found homes, um, but there are still some really stunning uh, big pieces and and small and medium, and large and extra large. No, all sizes. Um, but some have embroidery and it, it just it was a really special. It is a really special collection. I guess was because some of them are gone, but. Um, check out the poem and the statement that goes along with them too and yeah clearly i don't want to say goodbye to you as always but i will and stay tuned for more news and if you have news to share with us please do so you can tag us on instagram share stories at brandy hofer 
studios or at the color me happy community that's our instagram we also have a free community on facebook where we share all our podcast episodes and kind of what we're up to and we welcome other people to share too so far people have been pretty shy so if you're not that shy or if you are please share and join our community we'd love to hear from you that's what why we made it um secondly um i did have a secondly for sure or a third or fourthly um that's okay i think i i chatted a lot for now but yeah i'll remember and i'll just include it in the next one possibly maybe okay uh ciao